Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. I literally had to come home and turn on my microphone and start recording this episode because I just had a really, really, really bad run. Like, I haven't had a run this bad in so long. And so I I literally just walked in the door. I still have my sweaty running clothes on. And I just I just want to talk about it while these things are fresh in my mind. Because these runs happen. They happen to everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. These bad runs just happen. So If you've had a bad run before or your runs have been going really good, know that a bad day may just happen. So a little bit, a little backstory is that, um, you know, I started running when I was about three months postpartum. Um, My daughter's eight months old now. So I've really only been running for like five months. Um... I did kind of my own couch to 5k method, right? Started with intervals that were like 30 seconds long and then built it up until I was eventually running continuously. But most couch to 5k programs are like six to eight weeks. No, no, no. It did not take me six to eight weeks to build up to running three miles continuously. It took me more like 10 weeks. Okay. So it, takes time to get back to where you want to be. And I'm telling you that when I first ran my three miles continuously, I was running like 13, 14 minute miles. Um, So super, super, super slow. I mean, that's about as slow as I can run without walking. And so you know, I was feeling, I was feeling the process, um, you know, and I knew that I just kind of needed to, to stay the course. Um, I've trained many clients to, to get back to where they were. And I will tell you that it is way easier to train somebody that has never been a runner before than it is to train somebody that used to be a runner and is trying to get back into it because we have all of these ideas of what we should be able to do and we kind of beat ourselves up along the way. And I'm telling you guys that, like I said, I've been running now pretty consistently for about five months and I am just now starting to feel really good about my runs. I am feeling so much better, so much stronger. Um, now I can hold a little under a, a nine minute mile pace. Um, my VO2 max is going up. Of course, I'm still not anywhere near where I was pre-baby, but I am pushing a stroller all the time. So I know that, you know, my training's a little skewed because I am pushing a stroller and have the baby and all of that thing, all of that stuff. 
Um, so while most of my runs feel pretty good, today was just a bad run. My legs felt so heavy. Uh, you know, after you never have those runs where like the first mile is kind of meh, but then you just kind of settle into the run and you kind of lose track of time and and you just get into your head and you kind of get that runner's high. That didn't happen this run. Every mile was a a struggle, and I'm not necessarily particularly tired. My daughter is finally sleeping through the night, thank goodness. So I'm not really tired, but my body just wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. My pace was slower. My heart rate was up. My mind wasn't in it. I felt like I just kept looking at my watch going, oh my gosh, what do you mean? It's only been a tenth of a mile more since the last time I looked at my watch. And you know, these runs just happen. These runs are normal. If anything, these runs are to be expected. So there's something called the rule of thirds. So there is this professional runner and Olympian, um, Alexi Pappas. I think that's how you say her name. I'm terrible with names, guys. Um, but you can look her up. Uh, she's phenomenal. Um, but she talks about the the rule of thirds. And when she was training for the Olympics, her coach told her that you know when you're when you're going after these these really really big goals one third of the of your runs like you're going to feel okay like you're just gonna feel okay it's not gonna be super great it's not gonna be bad one third of the time it's going to feel like wonderful and everything is fantastic and you're gonna feel strong and confident and one third of the time you're going to feel like crap and if you're roughly within those ratios of the rule of thirds of one third being great, one third being crappy, and one third being okay, that you are doing just fine. And that really, really stuck with me. And it kind of, when I heard that, it almost was like a, a realization for me. Because if we are if we are pushing super, super hard every single day and we're we're gonna be feeling super burnt out and tired and meh if we are feeling great every single day every day we're feeling wonderful are we even pushing enough right so it really just kind of puts everything into perspective that you know progress isn't linear there are days that are up there are days that are down there's days that are sideways you know there are so many ups and downs and twists and turns in this training um, season and so don't beat yourself up when you have a bad run because there are so many things that can kind of go into a bad run or can impact why we are feeling that way and so you know let's kind of let's kind of go over some of the things that that might go into a bad run because when you have a bad run, there's kind of two ideas that you can have about it, and neither one is is wrong, but you can have the idea of like, wow, that was a bad run, shake it off, like, I don't know, feel into your Taylor Swift, Miss Tay-Tay, shake it off, shake it off, right? Uh, <laughs> I just got have Taylor Swift on my mind because it was just the Super Bowl, and you can't look at anything about the Super Bowl without hearing about Taylor Swift, so... 
shake it off. Don't ever think about it again. Um, don't worry about it. Just move on because you're probably within the that that rule of uh, thirds. Um, but the other idea that you can have around it is that if you have a bad run, kind of put on your thinking cap a little bit of the idea of like, okay, I'm going to analyze this run and I'm going to think about all the things and see what maybe contributed to this run being kind of crappy and maybe what can I do differently next time so this doesn't happen. So there's kind of two ways to, to look at it. So some of the things that can impact your run that you can think about is one like overtraining. Um, if you are trying to push really, really, really hard for all of your runs, you are eventually going to get to the point that you are overtraining. You're going to be pushing your body too, too hard and it's going to take longer to recover than what you're giving your body in between hard workout sessions. So if you are overtraining, it is going to decrease the quality of your workouts in the future. Another thing is maybe you've got a pretty well-rounded training plan, but you haven't had enough time to recover since your last run. Maybe you're experiencing DOMS, so like delayed onset muscle soreness. Maybe you did like heavy strength training the day before and you're still experiencing some of that soreness today. That is going to impact your run. So Maybe you need to, to think about the strategy of your training sessions. Maybe you need to think about your overall training and see how things can be adjusted. Um, nutrition. Nutrition is a big one. If you are doing all these, these workouts and you're not giving your body enough fuel to repair and recover nutrients, macronutrients, micronutrients that your body needs, then you're going to be running on empty like a like a car, right? Like you've got to fill it with good quality gas if you want your engine to be running its best. Nutrition is so important. I know I've done entire episodes all about nutrition, what to eat, when to eat it to really help your body because understanding nutrition is going to be key to making sure that you're properly fueling because it's not just are you eating enough? But a lot of times it's those, those, are you getting in the right things? Are you having a good timing with the foods that you're eating? Are you, you know, not necessarily carb loading, but does your body have the carbs and energies and sugars that it needs in order to keep your runs going as smoothly as possible? Do you have the fuel that your body needs to perform its best? Um, hydration. Hydration is huge. Hydration can actually decrease your energy levels and performance. Our bodies need liquid. So are you not only drinking enough before your runs, after your runs, during your runs, but are you drinking enough throughout the day? You know, hydration is one of those things that kind of compounds over time. So it's not just what you drink right now. It's what are you drinking throughout the day um, that's going to have an impact on your performance. Um, another thing that we have to think about is the fact that running is a mental sport. So I know that this sounds really silly, but it actually it doesn't sound silly. I'm not I'm not even going to say that. Um, but 
running because it is a mental sport the thoughts in your head are going to impact your performance and I know that sounds really really funny but um here's an example okay so I was I was wearing um I was wearing my watch and of course like my Garmin tells me like what my heart rate is throughout the day and one time my husband like sent me one of those like ominous text messages of like we have to talk and my heart rate skyrocketed even though I'm just like sitting at my desk my heart rate shot up because he sent me one of those text messages that was like we need to talk and my head starts spinning of like oh my gosh what did I do wrong um what do we need to talk about what did he do wrong I went reeling and I felt like all of that tightness in my chest my heart rate was up and I was stressing and then of course he called me and it was something stupid like what are we eating for dinner um so then you know we had to have one of those couples talks of like please don't ever do that to me again um but but it was one of those realizations of like how much the thoughts that are going in our head stress impacts our heart rate, impacts the the physical reaction of our body. So if we are really stressed, if we are having a bad day, if we are sad, angry, I don't know, super happy, it's impacting our bodies. So when we are running, if we are having a bad day and we're thinking about work or being mad at our kids or our spouse or stressed about work deadlines, whatever it is, that is going to be impacting your performance. Not only if you're thinking about the things like right then and there, but just stress takes a toll on our body. If you've had a really hard week at work and you've been stressed and not sleeping enough and not eating enough, like it just stress wears down the body differently. So stress and your emotions can be impacting your performance. So you know, not saying you need to meditate and do some deep breathing, but what what goes on in your head is going to inf- impact your performance. So just think about that. Um, I kind of mentioned it briefly, but sleep, right? Sleep does, um, if you're not getting enough sleep, it, it does have some impact on the body, a little bit of wear and tear. In fact, I think the last episode that I just did, I think the episode before this one, um, was, was an episode all about sleep. I actually had a, a, a sleep a doctor come on and talk about sleep. So if you feel like you're not getting good enough quality of sleep or enough sleep, go listen to that episode because it was really awesome to, to get to speak to her. Um, another thing that can really impact your runs is get is being sick. Um, sometimes you might have a physical reaction of your heart rate being up or your RPE is up. Like it, it takes more effort to hold a pace that you're usually pretty comfortable with. Um, you might notice those impacts even before you're being like symptomatic with whatever cold or flu that you have. So before you're like coughing or sneezing, your body might already be starting to, to wear down and fight off whatever this sickness is. So being sick can impact your energy levels. Um, this one is specifically for women, but where you are in your hormone cycle can also impact your 
runs. Um, I'm actually going to have somebody come on to the podcast at a later time and we are going to be talking about the different hormone cycles of a woman and how that might affect their energy levels or their strength or their running. So that's going to be a really great episode. So I'm really excited to sit down and record that for you guys. Um, but just know that your your hormones will affect your runs. Um, and, oh, and then of course there's environmental impacts, right? So like if it is too hot, too cold, too windy, um, that can really impact your, your energy levels. And if it is hot, that is going to be zapping your energy because your body is going to be working so hard to keep your body cool. If it's too cold, <clears throat> your body is going to be working so hard in order to warm your body up. If it's too windy, you're going to be getting a lot of unasked for resistance on your run. And so there's just so many things that that environmentally can impact your runs that have nothing to do with you. Um, If you have ever like gone and tried running on a windy day, man, it can feel so good when you have a tailwind that's like pushing you forward. But if you've got a head on wind, man, that can be miserable. So same thing. Have you ever tried running in the sand? Okay. Running in the sand is terrible. I know like those, those, um, sandy runnings, like training runs are important, especially when I was like doing all of like my Spartan races. Um, I did a lot of like running in the sand, but man, can that like suck the energy out of you? Can that make a great run feel like a crappy run in 2.5 seconds? So there's so many things. I mean, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of things that could impact your run, but there are so many things. So if you have that like analytical mind of like what went wrong, like why is this run crappy? You know, there's some things that you can kind of think about and analyze. Um, one thing that I always had is a running journal. So I, I think I, um, Episode 11, I talk about like my secret to to running success. And that's the fact that I've always had a running journal. And so in my running journal, I keep track of all of my runs, how fast I was running, um, how I was feeling. And when I have these bad runs, I, I kind of go through these things of like, okay, what made this run crappy? How could I make it better next time? Was it my nutrition? Was it my hydration? Was it just a super hot, cold, windy day, whatever? And could that be affecting my run? And if it is hot, what could I do better next time? Could I do like a cold a cold towel or a wet towel around my neck to keep me cooler? Could I have cold water? Could I run earlier in the morning so the heat isn't affecting my run so much? You know, I start those kind of problem solving skills of what can I do better? So I have I have my running journals available. They're on Amazon. If you look up the Something Wonderful running journal, you'll find it. I'll also link it in the show notes if you want to um, look up my running journal um, and you want to follow like the pretty templates that I have for you or just get an old-fashioned uh, pen and paper and start tracking your own runs. This doesn't need to be fancy. This doesn't need to be um, 
anything crazy you can literally just start pen and paper keeping track of your runs keeping track of your energy levels and how you're feeling because when you do that then you might be able to kind of visually see are you within the rule of thirds are 130 year runs feeling awesome are 130 year runs feeling just okay and then are 130 year runs feeling meh okay so having a a journal or just a visual representation can sometimes just be be really eye opening onto how your training is really going um because these 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 bad runs just happen sometimes for apparently no reason um you know don't get too hung up on it um move on know that we will be around to train another day and that you guys, you guys are truly on the verge of something wonderful. Um, I appreciate you guys for tuning in each day. Thank you for letting me kind of jump on the microphone and do my little rant here. Um, I will talk to you guys very soon. As always, have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful, and you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.